Match the Lava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Match the Lava. And today is Saturday, April twenty fourth, twenty twenty one, and it's been it's been an all right day. I mean, there is there was a release this morning. I got a little bit done. I was able to hang out with a little bit of family, which is good. So all in all, it's been it's been pretty good. So I'll just kind of I'm gonna touch on a few of those things and kind of pull out some of the things that stuck out to me. So. Yeah, today woke up, hung out with a little bit of family, and we also had a Yeezy 700 release for the bright blue Yeezys. And they they were a decent colorway, clean colorway. Seemed like there was a little bit of hype around them, and the resale was definitely showing that because it was pretty strong resale on those shoes. And I'm torn on Yeezys because I can never cop them. It's it's very difficult. Unless they're doing a foot size release, like I'm not hitting them. I couldn't hit Shopify to save my life, and I definitely am not hitting on Yeezy Supply. So it's just like if they're not going to be released on foot sites, I'm not going to hit. So that was the case today. They released on Yeezy Supply. They did a couple Shopify drops, and I didn't even go for Shopify because I was busy, and I did go for Yeezy Supply, and the bot that I run just shut down halfway through. So that was a little bit of a mess, and it wasn't like I was doing anything crazy. I wasn't running through any tasks or anything because I ran it with, like, 25 tasks, which is a lower amount of tasks for the bot that I have, and it, like, just crashed. So, I don't know. They released some update that really screwed things up. I'm not sure what was going on there. I didn't look into it afterwards. Got a little bit busy afterwards with some family and, and stuff like that, but it was all in all pretty poor release for me. I saw a lot of people do really well, and obviously they made some good money on those, so congrats if you copped you definitely are going to look at making a decent profit and there should be good money to be made on those shoes after that i really just attacked getting into a virtual assistant and figuring out what i needed to get done to get them on board and so i finished up the guy that i'm making for ebay listing last night i finished up my sheet of questions i would do for an interview for them because a lot of them you can like do a FaceTime or Skype or Zoom call with and actually get to talk to them and stuff like that. So I'm going to do that. And then you can also add them onto your eBay list of, it's called multi-user access. So you basically have another eBay account. And I made it where I basically made a completely new Gmail with its own, like, because every Gmail account comes with a Google Drive, a Google Photos, comes with Google Voice if you set it up with a landline or a cell phone number that you have accessible to you. So I have one set up with my cell phone number for a different account, but I set one up for this specific thing with my landline because you have to do the double authentication for eBay. So basically, like, somebody can't hack the account that you're going to give access to your main account. So... I set that up so that somebody can log in with Google Voice and get the text message sent directly to the Google Voice number and it's all like on that Gmail. So that was a huge positive for me. I didn't think of that until after I set it all up and everything. I was like, well, this is kind of nice. This is going to be good to have this all kind of set up for them whenever they, they come on and stuff. And then I basically set up a new eBay account with that email and set up the phone number to be the Google Voice number. And so every time they text an authentication code, it just goes straight through onto the internet right where that Google Voice number is located. And whoever's running the account for me will look at that Google Voice, plug in the code, and then have access to the to my eBay account through this secondary account. And that may sound a little bit risky, but it's definitely not nearly as risky as it used to be where you would actually have to give somebody access to your full account. This kind of limits it a little bit where you only have to give access to the things you want to give access to, which is really nice because 
with this multi-user access it basically allows like another user to access your ebay account but you can pick what they access and originally it was just i think the two options were listing and editing drafts like or creating and editing drafts and then listing or, or actually listing like making a listing like hitting the list button and it going through onto your ebay store that was when it first came out those were the only two things available to people and since then they've added a few new things which i thought was really cool they added the ability so you had the ability to create and edit drafts you had the ability to publish and revise listings but then they added the ability to research products using terapeak which i thought was pretty cool the ability to view orders which is interesting download an order report add shipping and tracking and print shipping labels so why would you have anybody do that well let's just think about what we do as resellers so if you're a reseller you are going to be doing sourcing you're going to be doing a lot of listing you're going to be doing shipping as things sell you're going to be doing some bookkeeping to figure out hey if i do it did i make any money on this or did i completely lose money and am i running some business that's just bound to completely collapse like you know what i mean you need to keep track of your numbers so those are your four things and right here they offer the ability to create and edit drafts publish listings so good you have the listing part you could outsource that if you wanted to and then research products using terapeak you could set somebody up to use terapeak and figure out what the next hot item is because you can do research with terapeak to figure out what's trending what sorts of things are selling i mean they give some really really interesting data on terapeak that the few times that I've used it, I've been like, wow, this is a, ma a massive tool that I don't use nearly enough. And as I free up more time, I want to get into using it more just because, I mean, it is incredible. Some of the things they're saying about shoe models that sell or are picking up in sales rate or, or different types of items that are in this category that have been selling the best over the past week, like stuff like that. You can be like, oh, I, I see this jumping up into number 10. And then maybe like a few days later, it's at number nine. And you're like, oh, well, okay, this obviously was big enough to jump to number 10 and nine. And now a couple of days later, maybe it's sitting at like eight or seven. You're like, well, this is obviously gaining some popularity. I should look into buying these. I should look into see what the resale is and what the price point is to go buy it in store and flip it on eBay. So that's what I'd like to do with that. You could outsource basically your sourcing if you were to find somebody that can use Terapeak. And then if you get them to do it for all online stuff, have that person then go purchase it. And you could set up like a virtual credit card that only works on certain sites. You could cap the limits on it and stuff. Get really creative with it where maybe you're setting up like a privacy card, set it for walmart.com, set the limit at like maybe a cap of like a hundred bucks for a purchase and if you see a bunch of weird purchases start showing up on your account obviously you clip the card and move on with your life and hey it's a little bit of a loss or you can try and I don't, I don't even know how fraud works for that so don't don't quote me on that but you could save yourself if you get somebody trustworthy save yourself a lot of time and get somebody to source for you right I mean that's there's VAs in like the Philippines that are doing listing and stuff on eBay and they're running people's full out drop shipping account i'm not telling you to go drop ship but what i am saying is if they're able to run a drop shipping account they're able to source the product they find lit they find profitable products they list them on ebay as they sell they go buy the pro the product off of walmart or amazon or wherever they're going to buy it from and then ship it to the person like they're doing everything so obviously there's people out there that can figure out how to source for you and you don't have to drop ship stuff but you could just say hey buy this it looks profitable send it to my house and then i'll ship it out like that's the sort of thing that you want to be able to do you could outsource the whole sourcing thing with terapeak then viewing orders downloading order reports that obviously very simple you need somebody to keep the books for you if you want to outsource that one of the biggest best things to outsource other than listing is bookkeeping because it sucks it really really isn't fun now it's not terribly difficult i get it done in about an hour two hours every week i just go through i look at all my credit card purchases i go through and 
track all that and put it directly onto my spreadsheet on Airtable. It's just, it's very streamlined. It works out very well, but it's at some points too time consuming. I mean, I'd rather have a couple hours back in my life to literally do anything else because I'm not making any money off the bookkeeping. I'm just making sure that I'm making money, but I'm not making any more money by bookkeeping. The way you make money is by sourcing good items, right? So that's another thing you could outsource and they give you the ability to just let an account do those two things view orders and download an order report so that's all you let that account do the guy logs in he can only view your orders and download an order report put the numbers in whatever spreadsheet you give them boom boom all done your bookkeeping is done for the week you keep it moving the last two things add shipping and tracking and print shipping labels so if you wanted if you had some way to outsource your shipping as well and i think that everybody should at some point move to that as they start to scale which is something that i'm trying to figure out like racking my mind how can i do this and there's different ways right you could have like a, a set point in it like your garage could just be open but you could obviously keep the door locked some people don't feel comfortable with that so if you have all your inventory in your garage maybe that wouldn't be the best bet maybe you could like have a small shed in the back that you only use for shipping and if you want to just take the items that have sold overnight and go set them in that shed fine or you keep all your inventory in that shed or you keep all your fast moving inventory in that shed and maybe keep all the other stuff that's slower moving or garage sale finds and stuff like that in your garage and as they sell move them out to the shed that way the next day when the person comes to do your shipping or whatever you could do that like it really depends i think shipping would be the last thing to outsource though because you're not doing that much shipping like if you start selling 50 100 orders overnight okay fine you may need to outsource that because you could still probably start sourcing a lot more and and spend more time in the sourcing and make way more money and have somebody else shipping maybe up those orders to 150 200 a day like that's where you start to look at the shipping and say i may need to outsource that but mainly shipping is one of the things that we can all do it's super time it's like not that time consuming if you have the right setup if you have your stuff easily accessible you have a quick way to quickly like print out labels slap them on the package keep it moving with that you have a bunch of boxes that are the right sizes you just a ton of different sizes of boxes but you keep them organized enough to know okay this item's roughly this box size grab it throw it on the table tape it up like that's the way that you get that done and you can get shipping done really really quickly as you get better as you improve so that would be the last thing that i would think of outsourcing but definitely a necessary thing to do at some point once you start to get a lot of orders in if you start to do volume if you never do volume then you're fine i mean there's people that are selling i think on pure also podcast i heard them mention a guy that sells maybe it wasn't that maybe it was like reezy somebody mentioned they they know a guy that sells one like $5,000 item a month and it's like some really expensive instrument of some sort like somebody would play in a symphony and like that's what they sell like one a month okay that guy probably doesn't need to outsource the shipping and I wouldn't do that anyways it's a $5,000 item like I would make sure that that thing is packed and and done up to the best of anybody's abilities and you only have to do one a month so it's not like you're strapped for time but at the same time like if you're doing 150 and maybe you're doing 150 uh, 20 or 30 or 40 or 50 dollar items well maybe you want to outsource that because that would be a lot of packaging for you to do every day you'd spend so much time shipping that it wouldn't be worth it and you could probably spend that time sourcing more items and doubling your 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 output and stuff so that's where you'd want to outsource shipping in my opinion and so that's what i'm looking at but it's awesome they give you these tools i didn't even expect to talk about this but i'm thinking about it now these tools are, are incredible you can limit somebody to only viewing the the creating and publishing of listings or you can give them create and publish listings and do shipping or you can get like you can check off there's literally a box there for each of these things you basically outsource what you have going on with your business 
to somebody else or to two people or to three people have somebody separate for each different facet of your business that you want to do like it's incredible what you can do with this stuff and we didn't used to have these tools. You used to have to give somebody, and if you're doing a VA that's like located overseas, you're giving them all your login to your eBay account. The good thing with this though, all they can see is what you give them the accessibility to, and even if you give them accessibility to everything that you can check off on that list, they still can't access your banking information. They still can't access your PayPal account or any other sorts of credit cards or anything you have stored on your eBay account. The only things they can do are the business things that they need to do, and I think that it's an incredible incredible tool that we've been given stuff that probably should have been there a while ago but hey we have it now and that's what we're focused on like that's what i'm pumped about i think seeing that i didn't realize that all those things were on there now i got my mind like kind of the gears in my head turning a little bit going this is really cool we could really do i could really really scale with this thing so that's what i've been looking at right now my main focus is trying to find a va i think i may have a little bit of extra time this week to do that so we'll see how that goes i i mean i'm a little bit I would be lying to say I wasn't a little bit like nervous or like thinking it's a little bit weird to try and FaceTime somebody or Skype somebody randomly overseas and be like, hey, I've never talked to you before. I'm interviewing you to work for me. Like I've never done that before. I've been interviewed dozens of times, but I've never went and actually interviewed somebody. And even at that, I've never interviewed somebody from another culture or another country. Like if you're doing that sort of a VA where they're not US based, it's just different and I think that those sorts of things help us grow even if I go and I go through two or three different interviews and they all either go terribly or the person's not qualified or maybe the person wants way too much money and I just can't afford that like whatever it's still a good experience and at some point on finding somebody that can come work for me that actually like kind of meets up with what I'm looking for and I can provide for them what they're looking for so we'll see I'm excited about it though I mean it, it's super cheap like if the rates on the online jobs.ph that I've been looking at are as cheap as they look like a few hundred bucks a month it sounds crazy to even say that but a few hundred bucks a month is way way cheap for somebody to do a lot of listing for you and that's like if you're doing them at a monthly rate you could get a lot cheaper if you only need them for a few hours a week which I probably would right now I'm sourcing a little bit more like sparingly the only thing that's in my mind right now that I'm thinking of is how am I going to get them to know what the photos are I have like a spreadsheet set up for what they need to list when it gets listed put the date in and then any notes that i need to put down with the item like hey make sure and list this as a quantity of five or hey make sure that you don't list this as a children's size or something stupid like that like that sort of a thing that's all set up but now i'm thinking like how are they going to know which items which so the thing i'll probably do is take sheets of paper write the item name on it really quickly take a photo of the item picture like name right before i start the new item and then start taking photos of the item. So maybe it's like if I'm listing a pair of Jordan 3 Georgetowns versus a pair of Jordan 3 Ama Moniers or however you want to say that, then I would put Jordan 3 Georgetown on a piece of paper, take the photo of that, take all my pictures of that Midnight Navy Jordan 3 Georgetown, whatever you want to call that shoe, and then take a right on a new slip of paper when I'm done with those photos, Jordan 3 Ama Monier, and then take a photo of that paper and then start the next set or, or start each set that's probably the best way to do it because you want to keep it consistent. I was going to say start each one with like the tag of the box, but if I'm listing a pair of shoes and then following that up with a video game or a some sort of like sports cards box of cards that's that's like sealed, like that sort of thing probably is, it would be easier to figure out 
but it would still be something where they'd have to take some time. I don't want them to have to waste time on something so stupid. Now, I also don't want to waste more of my time. I'm trying to outsource that. I don't want to create more issues for me where I'm like doing more just to outsource listing. Like that's not my goal here. It's trying to get this done as quickly, as efficiently as possible, outsource the listing, saving myself time and trying to create a system here so that at some point somebody can walk in and do what I'm doing and say, hey, I'm going to take over the photos. I'm going to upload them to Dropbox or Google Drive. I'm going to put them on the spreadsheet for the person and I'm going to communicate with them via Slack, via email, via whatever and say, hey, here's exactly how we're going to do these or hey, I uploaded your photos. Here's, you know, if you can get to seven or eight of them today or however that would work, I want to be able to take somebody else, put them in that position and then move on with my life and go to a new part of the business, whether that's sourcing more items or whether that's a new actual new like part of reselling, whether that's like me getting into a whole new niche or something like just the sourcing part is really what I want to focus on. It's the most fun. And I see so many people wasting time on shipping and stuff because it's difficult. It's difficult to get yourself out of the mindset of shipping and listing and taking photos and all these things that take up more of our time that we don't really need to spend on these things if we want to scale our business. So that's what I'm looking at right now. That's what I want to do. I want to be able to outsource these at some point. Now, obviously, I probably got to get out of my parents' house and get like a real house that I can operate out of or figure out some sort of system for this. But one step at a time. I mean, I'm just trying to take it one step at a time for now. So trying to get all these things worked out in my head, trying to get them down, eventually putting them down on paper and trying to put more systems into my business. That's what I'm working on right now. And hopefully that can be something that helps you out. So that being said, I'm going to go, but you guys have a great rest of your Saturday and I'll get with you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.